We are live at the three on the marquee. Dylan's here. I'm here. A guest is on his way. And where's Pat? Where's Pat? He's well, out, he's out saving the rainforest. Yeah. He's recycling his sandals. Yep. So this week. He's buying Tom's shoe, shoes. This week, um, we did have a guest. Locked in, and we did not want to cancel on our guest. Unfortunately, Pat could not be here, so we're going to go back. We're to still episode technically episode one, which I hope you guys never listen to. Is yes. horrible. <laughs> is it episode one or is it episode like point five? It was one. Oh, we got rid of point five. I deleted point five completely. Okay, so maybe three people listen to point five. So episode one, don't listen to it. It's bad. Yes, but we're going back to episode one. We're going to do a two man show with a with a third as a guest. Still technically three on the marquee. Yeah, true. There's so Pat, the, see you later forever. No, uh, we will. We miss you. Um, currently, the guest, the uh, listeners will miss you. The guest will miss you. Um, luckily, we we found you on episode one, Pat, because we uh, wouldn't be the same without you. You've done a great great job on the show and on social media. And also, he's not uh, dead. So in me- in memoriam. No, he's not dead. He didn't pass away. He's fine. Tyler, he he's fine. He's just not here this week and possibly next week, but we'll see. Yeah, we'll see what's going on. Um, this is going to be a two-part episode uh, with our guest here. Um, First part is going to be standard interview. Uh, what you've seen before, just questions on questions, maybe a game in the middle of those questions. And then the second part is going to be a game. That we call Top 5. Our Top 5. So you may our remember Top, top five. 5s. Uh, we did our Top 5 Nostalgia. That was a popular one. That was a, that was a, one of our higher um, viewed, I guess, listen yep, pos- yep. podcasts. So if you want to go back and listen to that one, we, we discussed our Top 5 Nostalgic Things. So that was very fun. Um, but on this episode, we're doing Top 5 Animals, animals That You Would Want In A Fight. fight. Okay, so if on your side oh, in a yeah. fight. So if you're if you're back against the wall, bunch of bunch of people, animals, whatever coming at you, what animals would you pick on your side? Um, in which a fight? is kind of the same as which animals would you not want to fight? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so you can look at it either way. We're doing which animals we want on our team, on our side, in our corner, fighting against another tribe, group, gang. Of things exactly. So we all pick five. Right. Um, we'll post it on Twitter. Yeah. Instagram. I want see. you guys again. You guys have been good at feedback. We want you to decide who had the best top five of animals they'd want on their side. And it's not just me and Tyler. It's also our guest. Our guest is gonna. Yeah, we haven't had a guest play a game besides trivia yet, so it's gonna be the first time. So that's kind of exciting. Um, we'll get to the. We'll we'll talk about that more in episode two, um, part two. But we um, are we gonna go over our our uh, our Twitter uh, draft yeah, results. Yeah, let's do that. So okay, so as the, you know, Thanksgiving was now two weeks ago. Yep. So we did a Thanksgiving draft on last week's episode. If you haven't uh, listened to that, please do. Um, we picked two sides slash sauces. We picked a dessert. We picked a celebrity you'd want with us and an unwanted personality. Yep. So, so the results for the dinner sides, we had mashed potatoes versus gravy versus mac and cheese, and the clear winner, obviously, mashed potatoes. Mashed potatoes. Yeah. By a landslide. I tried to make case for gravy, but I mean mashed potatoes is. It's tough. Um, that was at seventy four percent. So that was huge. <laughs> uh, the next side was collard greens versus crescent rolls versus stuffing. And you know, stuffing one, baby. That was Dylan. That was mine. Yeah, it was yours. That was, uh, I can't be mad at that. I honestly can't. Stuffing's popular. Stuffing is good. Soggy bread. Thanksgiving de- desserts. We have pecan pie versus cheesecake versus pumpkin pie. For me, Winner, no real surprise. Here. Yeah. Pumpkin pie won easily. Um, cheesecake snuck out a lot of votes. Um, Which is bullshit. Fine. No, yeah. It's bullshit. Let's say. No. <laughs> Who the hell has cheesecake? Oh, yeah. I just see. Do you see the next one here? Celebrity you'd want at dinner. Oh, snap. 
Well, tiebreaker, and I'm not even involved. Celebrity you'd want at dinner: The Rock versus Danny DeVito versus Jimmy Fallon. I thought Jimmy Fallon was a great answer, but apparently I'm a dumbass. <laughs> I'm a so dumbass. I'm a dummy. The Rock versus Danny DeVito. Tied at 41. percent So if somebody wants to change that, yeah, go ahead and vote for The Rock. We'll check it. We'll check it at the end of this taping. Maybe someone voted. Yeah, yeah. We'll see. We'll let you guys know. Uh, last, uh, last, uh, topic, uh, personality you wouldn't want at your dinner table. Personality you wouldn't want at your dinner table. Very political relative versus loud, obnoxious relative versus family member brings new significant other. Winner. By a landslide. Pretty by, much. Eh, a, 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 by a, a good margin, yeah. yeah. Very political relative, which was mine. Especially now in, in I wonder if. You said this in 2022. Yeah. If this would be as big of a of a margin, right? Because people kind of forget about politics yep. in between. Yep. Um, right now at this time, that's a great answer too. So, yeah. Um, I also did share on my Facebook, my personal Facebook, our whole drafts after Pat put out that very beautiful graphic, and a lot of people were saying me, a lot of people were saying Pat, a lot of people were saying you. So, all around, we all won. I'm going to say we all won. We're all winners. Yeah, so we all get a trophy. On right? the three on the marquee. Yay! Yay! Monster, Red Bull, Rockstar, Beluga Whale. And oh, oh, my, my god! Uh, who is just walked in that building? Holy hell in a handbasket, guys. It's Boy. Harley Jones. Yeah, Charles Bones here. Charles A.K.A. Harless Jones, the coolest name that I've ever even you heard of. You can't forget the McLean. Harless? That's true. Harless McLean. Jones. Hells yeah. Hells yeah. The coolest first name, a damn cool middle name, yeah. and probably the coolest last name. And can we have your social security number? If you don't uh, mind. That's uh, 893-766-4239. <laughs> All right. It's a phone if number. that's someone's Perfect. actual security, social security It number, could be. Yeah. That's, be. That's mine. It's not mine. So, uh, Harley, do you want to tell us a brief um, introduction to what you do? Golly what do you me. do like on – we all see it. If you don't see it, check it out on Instagram. It's awesome story. They call them stories on Instagram. If you're not, if you're not hip, I, yeah. If you're not hip, stories, posts, the posts, whole, the whole nine. and now reels too. There's like like little like you can add music to it. Which I'm I've all, seen you do that. I'm not all that good at it yet, but it, I think it's just it takes time, and I I've, think like a better camera. I want to update my phone to have a better camera. Take that, that would that would. Can you put like your camera pictures on Instagram, like on the story? No, right? Uh, I thought you could. Oh, I guess you can. Yeah, I'm I guess pretty you sure can. can because that's how I mean people like. People will take professional photography, but then I think you have to upload them like via your laptop. Like the oh. convenience of this is that you could just feasibly take video or right. a photo on your phone, and it's all right there. So right. we see th- we see stuff like biking, cl- rock climbing, mm-hmm. trailblazing, hiking kind of stuff. And yeah. some of this, bro, is occurring at nighttime. Hell yeah! That, that, gonna be one <laughs> that blows my yeah. mind, but it's so cool. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Because I love the nighttime. I it's it's weird because I just posted a, a video the other night about how people oftentimes neglect that aspect of like the outdoors. It's like once the sun goes down, gotta right, pack up, right. get the hell out, and go home. But really, if you buy a headlamp, now granted, in in wintertime, like then you're dealing with like you have to be layered correctly. If it's raining, you have to have like mm-hmm. you know rain gear. But say it's a say it's a dry summer night. Mm-hmm. You really don't need much other than like oh that sounds so a, good a headlamp. Summer yeah. daytime is like too hot. Yes, but nighttime is like perfect weather wise. Still can be super muggy, but yes, mm-hmm. no yeah. blazing. Do you ever get like nervous that you're gonna get like murdered? Or yeah, like- yeah, yes, yes. Uh, not when I'm with other people, but when I'm um, I'm trying to think locally, like uh, Evansburg State Park, for example, uh-huh. which is out near like Skipback area. Uh-huh. That's where I've done a lot of my like nighttime running, mm-hmm. and I don't running, care, running, right? Okay. Yeah, running. Yeah, okay. I love okay. trail running there, and I don't care how many times I've done it. Whenever you get onto the trail by yourself, there's always a bit in your mind going like, "You could get jumped tonight." Yeah, and it's not it's not comfortable, but usually you just kind of have to say like, "Okay." Remind yourself, like, what's the statistical probability of that? Not to mention, if you go during winter time. Who the hell is going to be out on the trail? It's just waiting at yeah. eight thirty at night <laughs> yeah. when it's twenty seven degrees someone outside. Someone super desperate. Yeah. So, so you're, you're um, saying yeah. you're starting at like eight thirty at night? Eight eight thirty. It could be like, like I mean, now, now you could go at five and the sun's right. down. But yeah. but yeah, I mean, I think 
Because I always think of it like you're literally like running at midnight. Are you ever running at midnight or are you like done by that time? Golly day, that's a good question. Am I ever? No, probably unlikely that I'm running at midnight. Okay. I would say. Because it's always dark and I'm like, I don't yeah, know what time it is, honestly. Yeah. By the time I watch it. Like... <laughs> I, I would say. If... Oh, when you're watching the vi- the video. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. You're, you're like, like, he's out there now. Like right now it's 12, it's 12 a.m., but yeah, yeah. when he did it, it was like 6 or something. I would say, it, like, I typically get out of work. I'm supposed to get out of work at 4.30. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't usually get out of work till like five thirty or six. So by the time I get home, take you know help Kara to take care of the dogs. Usually it's between seven and eight by the time I'm getting out on the trail. So you mentioned the yeah. dogs. You take the dogs out a decent amount. Uh, not as much as we'd like. And in fact, we were both reflect. Kara and I were reflecting on that the other night. Kara, you're a girlfriend. Yeah, correct. Okay. Yeah, there's sorry guys out in the universe. You Come on, no bro. Idea who I'm Come on, about. bro. Uh, yeah, so we we took them out all three of them to Evansburg for the first time in golly day probably months, like all three of them together, and we had to use both vehicles. But it was mm-hmm. a really good time, and um, you know, I, I think that we definitely want to start. I feel like we're a little selfish sometimes. It's inconvenient to pack all the dogs. Oh, up. Yeah. sure, especially sure. when it's muddy. You got to like towel them off. You yep, know, bring yep. a towel along. It's a big to do. That's why I was wondering if it was more of a hassle or if it, it was. It, I mean, I'm it, sure there are times where you're like, "This is awesome with the dogs." Sometimes you're like, "Thank goodness we don't have the dogs today." Like, and I think it it's probably gonna feel like less of a hassle the more you just do it. You know what I mean? Right, you, right. you get into a rhythm of like you know exactly how you're gonna situate. I went out and I bought one of these rough wear like I don't know what you call them. Uh, it's something you put in the back seat, and it covers the seat. It covers the back of the seat. Oh, that's good. And, like, the dogs can just get in. Yeah, yeah. The one, though, I put him in a crate because he's, like, out of hand. He sees anything <laughs> anything outside the window, and he'll, like, mm-hmm. he'll go ape, ape shit. And, like, <laughs> I'm in a lease. Like, I'm not having my interior trim paint. Now, th- this, oh, is, yeah. this is just when you're running, though. Like, you don't, if you're yeah, on a it, bike, you don't bring them. No, back. no. And, and, and to be honest, I, I don't know if I've – I've only ever gone on, like, a couple trail runs with the dogs. Usually, if we take the dogs, we're just hiking. Okay. Essentially, right. yeah. Hiking or walking, whatever you want to call it. I tend to think of like hiking as like you're getting out into the wilderness. Whereas right. like you're not really doing anything differently than walking down the sidewalk, but you're in a different True. setting. That's, you yeah. know what I mean? I, I mean, <laughs> me, me and my wife have, have, have done some hi- – it's not really hiking – it's, I, I it's like walking along paths, but it's okay. there's a little rocky, well, like, like like the, the blue, blue trail. Okay, yes, that the blue trail is legit, man. That you can put okay. your ankles on that, and that's, that's true. That's undulating. Heard it goes it up, first. it goes down. What's that? Heard it here first. It's undul- undulating. I have I have rolled my ankle on that trail, and we saw people biking, and I was like, dude, I'm never doing that. Dude, I did. I uh, for the first time, I have done that the 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 reservoir several mm-hmm. times because it's just it takes a while. You know that now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's but it's so beautiful. You get to see a lot, yeah. but I, I biked it. I tried biking it for the first time recently, and it was at night. It was a nighttime ride. Jesus. And, I mean, it... You don't have a problem with going on trails that you've never been on at, at nighttime? Well, all of these trails I had been. Oh, you have yeah, been on 100%. them, so, so you're at least a little familiar. I don't think there's a trail in Green Lane I haven't been on at this okay. point. Okay, yeah. gotcha. Uh, is there is there um, an aspect that makes you nervous when you're going on to, even if you're just running... On a place you don't know that you might sprain your ankle because you haven't been yeah, there before. Yeah, you're yeah. going like pretty full speed and you don't know what's coming up. Yeah, there's like a damn tree branch there. Yeah, right. And if you're not looking down with your light, if you don't know it's like do have, rocky. Or... Do you have a light on your bike and your yes, head? Yes. Uh, okay. So with respect to biking, I, if I if I'm riding a place I've never typically if I'm riding a place at night I've been there already during the day. Right. I don't know if there's a trail where I've experienced it the first time being at night. Yeah, that'd be crazy. Yeah. But. I mean, you have breaks. You know what I mean? You don't have to mm-hmm. go balls to the wall. That's yeah. part of the fun is, you know, just bombing down the trail. But <laughs> Yeah. But, yeah, so there's <clears> – <throat> I have three lights. I have a, a, a light – let's see if I can get the terminology right. Bruce was actually just talking to me about – Bruce Yoakum, shout out. Bruce Yoakum, yes, yes. Fla- uh, shout out. Flaccid. He said uh, – <laughs> <laughs> he talked about throw and spill, meaning throw being like how uh, how how far the light can travel in a. I apologize, Bruce, if I'm butchering this technology, but essentially how how far the light will go is throw, and then spill is kind of like you would imagine, like the floodlight, how wide it can go. Okay. So I have two lights on my bike. Yeah, I have two lights on my bike. One is a 500 lumen head, uh, uh, 500 lumen light that has more throw and okay. the other is maybe like a 300 lumen light but it has more spill okay and then i have a 350 lumen headlight on my head 
So the stationary lights actually will will keep the uh, uh, like you know they'll stay fixed, mm-hmm. but I can use my head to swivel when I'm going around corners and things of right. that nature. So I think you need both. And actually, I've read it's advisable that you for 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 bike riding because things are approaching you so much quicker than hiking or running mm-hmm. it's actually advisable that you get like a thousand lumen or more really so Holy my shit. next investment is going to be probably a thousand or even 1200 lumen like fixed like light on my bike what is that what does something like that cost somebody uh, a decent one i mean anywhere from like 90 to i've seen them go as high as like 150 bucks that's crazy or, i mean but it's, or more. it's but worth yeah, it if exactly. you're doing yeah I exactly mean, is that's that not something you want to mess yeah. around with either yeah. is that a spill light or is that a throw light so i think i, I think some of these lights have like multi or is it a hybrid of both? I, I think yeah i think some of them have multi-functions where they'll have like like my headlight for example actually has two function functions one is is more of a like a floodlight and the other is more of a beam um, is Bruce like a light expert? Dude, actually, interestingly <laughs> enough, he, I don't know if you guys have seen on, his, on, his, on, on his Instagram, he posts the... Is uh, he Ellie Goulding? Ellie, wait, what? Lights, <laughs> the song? Oh, oh, oh. Uh, you know, what about the artist lights? She's pretty kick-ass. Yeah. I don't know her. Yes, yeah, she is. Cool stuff. Banner, check that out. Well, there's a plethora of songs. But, but you know, ba- no, uh, band, banners. Banners. There's a band podcast now. <laughs> no, I mean the song banner by Lex. Okay, okay. I don't right, know. So, so, uh, oh, but no, Bruce. He he's been getting into. I don't know if he's. I don't know if he's buying and selling. I can't remember the nature of it. But if you there's like rifle attachments and, okay. and like modifications that he's been posting, mm-hmm. and a lot of it are are like flashlights. Oh, okay. which is kind of cool because it's like I've. That's kind of where our worlds collide, in that like he's. Working with lights that are more meant for like guns. Mm-hmm. I'm working with lights that are more meant for like either trail running or it overlaps. But yeah, it, it does overlap, and I, that's where he was telling me about you know throw and spill and and all these other things. I think it's uh, lumens, I believe, deal more with. Uh, and Bruce, I apologize if I butcher this. I think lumens deal more with what is it throw, and then candela is spill. I think. So I believe you learn, that's. I you believe learn something that's, new every yeah. day. Yeah, uh, absolutely. I think. I think that's what it number is. Number one podcast in uh, the world. We are going to change our name to Light Show. Lumens. Lumen. Uh, Lumen. The Lumens podcast. Oh, our show is so enlightening. You could be. Del, you could be Delumens. <laughs> yeah. And you could be Delumens. Delumens. That's it. Art is with a Y and an L. Harley, we're talking about you traveling different places around. Is there a place throughout the whole entire globe? That is your dream to trek or climb Ooh. or, or wow. yeah. that's a good question. Have that you is, thought that about that, or are you mostly just like, nah, I'm, I'm content with where I'm at? Or? I I will say, PA and just the surrounding like you know five ten states have a ton to offer. People right. who say like, ah, oh, you got to get outside of the U.S. to enjoy. Like, there's a lot here. There's a lot. Yes, here. yes. But um, as far as traveling abroad, um, was there a place you ever looked at and you're so, like, you know what? I wish, man. You know what? Uh, just because of the Lord of the Rings, I always thought New Zealand would be sick. Yeah, yeah. Like I just, it's so mountainous, but like weirdly, ma- the, the nature of the mountains are weird because there's a lot of open expanse. Yes, you know what I mean. Like you yeah. get, it's it's just it's of greenery. Yes, yeah, yeah. I would I would love to. Damn, I would I'd love, love to, to check that out. Yeah, I don't know how good that'd be for trekking or riding, know. but I mean, it's a I, sick it's, landscape. Yeah, to yeah. Be I hate when people say Americans are so like uncultured because, like. If you're in France, there's like five or six countries like within like a hundred miles. Yeah, but the United States is so huge. Yeah. If you're in Kansas, you gotta travel like three days to get to a different. Yeah, yeah Or yeah, Oklahoma yeah. or Nebraska 100%. or Nevada. It's like unless, this country is huge. Unless you're in Rhode Island, I drove through there recently, and I never realized how small that state is. <laughs> I was true. in and out of it, and I'm like, what the hell? Yeah. Where was Rhode Island? Oh, there. Oh shit, <laughs> there, there it is. is. Uh, <laughs> Do you do you have um, any future goals as far as this goes? Do you like set Golly. goals for yourself, or is it mostly I, you just go out there and have fun? I I have I have loose goals, yeah. So like with respect to riding, uh, there are there are certain disciplines to get better at. Um, for example, um, I don't know if you guys know what berms are, and this is going to be kind of hard oh, to yeah. explain. But a berm like is go, yeah, a berm is essentially a portion. Got that, Tyler? Yeah. A, oh, that's exactly right. <laughs> is that right? It's like you're going down a hill, and there's well, you got to turn as yes. you kind of go up. It's like drifting down a hill. It's well, like when so you go like uh, you tubing. 
Say you have oh, a slide. It's like that saying. kind of say, up part, maybe. Say you've got a flat turn, for example. So this is these are all little things you learn as you trail ride. If you're going around a flat turn, typically the foot you want, the pedal that you want downward is the outwardmost pedal. Right. If you're entering a berm, which is essentially a portion of the trail that has built been built kind of upward and outward so that you don't have to worry about skidding off the trail. Yeah. It's almost like imagine like a thirty to forty five degree angle as you're coming around a corner. It's it's like bike specific and it's been built up that way to aid you in getting around the corner. It reminds me of like Dorney Park water slide. Yes, exactly. In the corner, you go all the way up. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So you don't go over. And uh, those you actually want to keep your pedals flat because you want to have you know equal weight distribution as you're going into them. So there's little things like when I'm trial trail riding and I'm coming into a berm you know, one thing I didn't know beforehand was like you want to do all your braking before the berm so that when you come into it, you're laying off the brakes. You want the berm to help you. Essentially, you're going to come into it, modulate your brakes. Uh-huh. And when you come out of it, you're theoretically going faster than when you went into it. Whoa. But it can be nerve-wracking because hmm. anytime you're coming into a corner hard, you want to tap the brake. Yeah. So, I mean, and, and shout out to Joe Silverwood if you ever listen to this podcast. He's like one of my current inspirations with respect to mountain biking because he actually did BMX for a while. And he'll just go into berms without a care. I mean, no braking, just wow. And uh, and then just... That stuff blows my mind. Little, yeah. little, little things like, you know, picking lines. Like when you're going down the trail, like I personally don't have a full suspension mountain bike. I have, I have uh, a hardtail, which means there's no rear suspension. And so I have to be a little bit more judicious about like the lines that I pick. If I'm, right. you know, if, I, if I've got a rock here and a root here and a... You know, another route here, you kind of, you want to look at it and be like, okay, how can I navigate this most quickly? And that's where like bunny hopping comes into play. Like, you know, preloading your front suspension to pick up and hop over things. Bunnies. Yes, bunnies. I saw one of those uh, last night when I was, uh, was it last night? Mountain biking? No, actually I was, I was running, road running. Roadrunner. Roadrunner. <laughs> when I was roadrunning with, with my buddy Vince, we we dipped into the woods for a bit, and there was there was a little bunny. Would you say mountain biking is like your top favorite one? So, yes. you call it mountain biking. Can we, can yeah, yeah, we yeah, go yeah, back to the the yeah. bunny? Okay, yeah, sure. Hell yeah. Real quick, hell yeah. No, not just bunnies. Do you see like any like odd animals when you're out there? Like, uh, uh, mostly just like deer. snakes or anything. Mo- no like, snakes. I've never run across a snake. Uh. Like physically, I've never run over a snake, <laughs> but I've never run across one. Like I've never seen one. Okay, when I'm so it's mostly just a normal stuff. Deer, lots of deer, okay. especially at night. Um, okay. Yeah, I mean, and that goes for hiking. I mean, I've never. It's weird because PA again is like so densely filled with like diverse wildlife. Yeah, but, I just didn't know if you came across yeah. that. It's not really. I mean, a, fingers I mean, crossed. Okay, it, we can go that, back to your. I, I will say that's if if you want to experience more wildlife, get out on the trails at night. You're going to see way more of it. Yeah. Just way more of it. If if not if if not anything but deer, like you'll see just hordes of deer, which are super creepy when you're coming around a corner and your headlamp just picks up like eyes. seven sets of eyes, and you're like, oh yeah, okay, like deer. it's yeah, the yeah. or something. Yeah, the guy oh. from uh, Monsters Inc. with the fucking oh, Mr. Water News. I'll kidnap a thousand chosen before I let this company die. Oh my <laughs> gosh! Dude, yeah, dude, Monster Zinc expert anyway, over here. Go, go back terrifying. to your question. So, would you say that was a good impression, by the way? Thank you. Would you say rock? Uh, would you say mountain biking is like your so, favorite? So currently, yes. Or like uh, what, what? If you had to order, if you had to order like these four things, okay. Biking, just like uh, on the road, okay. Maybe like endurance type stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah like mountain biking, okay. hiking. Rock climbing. Running. We're like trail running. Running, running. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I, I don't know that I, – and I'm not just saying this. It's like a cliche. Like, oh, I don't know which one is my favorite. I really don't because on any given night – and, like, I remember Bruce the other night. He asked me if I wanted the bike. I'm like, actually, I'm probably going to be going trail running. And he said, like – he's like, gay or something like that. But not to knock that, but, like, seriously, a lot of people, they'll like one thing, and that's cool, and that's all they do. But for me, it is – quite awesome and fun to have like a plethora of different whether it's trail running rock climbing biking which mountain biking is new i didn't i, I got into that when like covid started oh, oh I, wow. got, I, I bought a bike because i knew my hours were gonna get chopped and i'm like i drive a truck maybe i can commute to work more a little bit by bike so yeah, i yeah. bought a bike which i wound up not really using it all that much for commuting to work uh-huh. but what i did do was discover mountain biking and, so it's um, new to you. Yeah. Yes, but yeah, and to, to get back to the question, I don't know. 
I will say I'm a little bit saddened by the fact that rock climbing has fallen off a little bit. And I think the reason for that is I have noticed that. I I think I think the reason for that is um, one just kind of with the upkick of mountain biking that's kind of taken a lot of my interest. But uh, be, because gyms are like during this time, gyms obviously are one of the most unsanitary places. No right. matter how much you try to clean them, they're just inherently dirty because everyone's sweating. Yeah, and pooping, you know, and peeing all over the place. See, that's that's true. You know, like just, that's all. That's what I do. Yeah, yeah. Just kidding. They don't do that at Rock Gym. Don't worry about sticking your hand in a hold and there's just going to be a goop a goop a goop of poop. <laughs> no. Oh man, there's so, a goop of poop on my hand. So because because the gyms have been a little less uh, Right. That makes it, sense. It's it just kind of like I would say I was predominantly an indoor climber. It was probably like 70-30, indoor climbing, 30% outside. Some people are the reverse. Some people don't even go to the gyms. They're just like, you know what? I've got my shoes, a chalk bag, and a crash pad. I can just go over to Green Lane and boulder as much as I want. Is that because it's easier to do it inside because you don't have to bring it, all this stuff? Like a lot yeah. of it's there already. It's, you don't. You're, you're, not, you're not hauling your pack around. It's and you less, can probably go later in the like at exactly, night if you wanted yeah. to. Well, now you can climb at night. Is that scary? Have you done that? Cla- yeah. That's in fact, nuts. I climbed with my I climbed with my buddy Ryan Foley uh, one time. Shout in, out Ryan. At Ryan Foley. I'm gonna I'm gonna tell him to listen to this episode. Yeah, right. I'm gonna tell everyone. I apologize. Um, when I first started, tell I was like, oh, repping you guys, and no, now I actually, haven't been, you shared some of our stuff, which is more than a lot. So we appreciate that. Yeah, we're right on. So I went to Birdsboro. You were asking if I'd ever bike ridden trails like at night before having done them during the day. I once mm-hmm. climbed a route at night before having ever climbed it during the day, and that was like my one of my real first like hardcore climbing experiences. I think it was like a. This probably means nothing to you guys, but I, th- I think it was like a, a like a ten B at at Birdsboro, and to me at a ten B a ten B. So just kidding. Me, I don't know what that means. To me at the time, that was kind of more of kind of a. It wasn't a warm up, but it wasn't like project level. It was kind of something that I could push myself with. Uh, this is at nighttime. This is at nighttime by headlamp. I will say, because you can't really see the ground the higher up you get. I guess that's true. But it takes when, a lot of the pressure off. Yes, but when you fall, it's like, oh my god. <laughs> yeah, you're going. That, does that adrenaline help you? You're falling you into think, the pits or does of hell. It not really affect you at all? You know what? I would say in in climbing, uh, you don't really want to get like an adrenaline spike because typically when your adrenaline spikes, uh, wait, what is it? Is it when you when your adrenaline spikes, you get more focused? Is that what happens? I thought it was more focused. Yeah, I thought so too. Well, I would just assume, but I don't but really the, know. But the problem too is though your your heart rate elevates. Right. You kind of want to stay calm. Yes. So even though you're like more focused, if I'm going for a really hard move, that adrenaline might help me. But the moment I get like the next hold, you want to dial that back because right, when right. your blood's pumping too much, you can get pumped out really quickly. Right. And so that's that's the big thing with climbing. Is that the hardest activity you do? Would you say? I would say from a like all around physical, just you get. Fucking worked. Yeah. yeah. I'd say climbing because it hits your core. It hits your legs. It hits your, your back, your forearms. Yeah, That's I would the say, coolest thing I see you do, yeah. in my opinion. I just love and, any yeah. of the climbing stuff. Yeah, and I, so, I, I definitely have not been doing it as much as I, so I, I would like speaking to. Of, speaking of rock climbing, there's a game that we play here. I'm just going to call it Tool Bag or What's tool in Your Tool Bag. bag. Tool so we're going to run through a list of things, and you tell us on a scale of 1 to 10 how important they are for mm. for. Rock climbing. I like this. Okay, rock climbing specifically. Yes. Yeah. Right. So somebody's gonna be a little jokey. Obviously, they're gonna be lower on the scale. Yeah. They're gonna yeah. be real higher on the scale. It's to quick. Through ten. It's quick. It's not. If you want to give a, a brief, hey, this is why, but you don't yeah, have yeah. to. Okay. It can just be a quick number. Okay. okay. Chalk. Chalk. Yeah, very important. Some would say less important. I use a lot of it. Who the hell would say less important? Europe. Well, so here's the thing. Uh, people. Some people just don't use a ton of chalk. I use a shit ton of chalk. Yeah. And maybe that's not good. Maybe it's not bad. I don't know. But I use a lot of chalk. It keeps your hands dry. Yeah. It's less needed in the colder months because the rock is inherently less like... And your hands are drier, maybe? Uh, too? Yeah. No. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. Yeah, so your hands may be out drier. Out of 10? Out of 10? For you, I would say... On a scale of 1 to 10... Putting it in your tool bag. I... And... Uh, an eight, an eight, yeah. Lima beans. Li- Oof. Golly day, lima beans. You know what? I'd say, what what's the nutrient in lima beans that's like the most prevalent? I don't Fi- know. Probably fiber or fiber? protein. Fiber or protein? 
You don't want to be mm. pooping up there. You know what? But you do want protein. <sighs> I'm gonna say actually pretty low probably because when you're out when you're out on a like a long day of climbing or or, or hiking too because when you climb you gotta hike to right, a lot of right. these places you want carbs. Okay. You want carbs to keep you fueled. So I'm gonna say like a three. Okay. Lima beans probably great but not not very energy dense. Carabiner. Carabiner. Uh, hella hella <laughs> ten ten ten. Absolutely a ten because. Uh, on your the thing that you use to belay your partner with a portion of that setup is a carabiner uh, to to clip into the bolts. There's you know if you're sport climbing, there's two carabiners. Oh, what are those called? Bolt. It's called a quick draw. No, no there's bolts. Uh, bolts? Well, anchors, anchors, anchor, how, yeah. anchor, oh, anchor. Anchor. anchor is held in by a bolt. But rate them, rate that. Yeah. Oh. Do you bring it with you? Oh, god, those are already there. Uh, no. So I would rank if you're sport climbing, a bolt and anchor, ten, hundred percent. Do you hammer that in? No, okay. those are like old time, like pitons, like where people were like piton. If, if you're trad climbing, you you have what's called a cam, which is it's like this lobed thing that when you squeeze the device, it it contracts, and then when you let it go, it expands in the rock. Oh On yeah. The end of that is then a carabiner. So in that situation, God. you're car- you're placing the gear. That makes I, me so I, nervous. I don't do that much, but yeah. So egg salad. Egg salad. Ooh, ooh. Ah, uh, golly. That's like a tasty snack. I feel like that could be like <laughs> something you could look forward to. Maybe maybe uh like a six. Wow. Gloves. Yeah. Gloves. Um Oh, that's like okay. a uh, devil's advocate type this of thing. Yeah. This is interesting. Well gloves, you definitely don't want them when you're climbing. No. Uh if it's no, so you want to wow. you're barehanded, what? you chalk up. That's why that's why it's that's why I said devil's advocate. It's you kinda, chalk up. It's but not good. To have I just gloves. didn't know that you like definitely don't want them. Yeah. Oh, but okay. but if you're belaying, a lot of people like to have gloves or so like those, those like short gloves. Rope burn is the worst. And if if it's during the colder months, like maybe you want the gloves to hike to the crag. You know what I mean? Or right. maybe you want to have gloves on while you're belaying. Crag? So I would say crag is uh, like a like a rock face. Agro crag. It's agro crag. What? What is that? Capital G? I mean capital K? Or C. I think it's a C. That's a, it's a C. It's got to be a C. Yeah, it's a what C. What about C. your spleen? Spleen. Your what spleen. does the spleen do? <laughs> Give me a number, bro. Man. Quick. Spleen. Uh, I want it in my body. I'm going to say a 10. <laughs> I want it. Uh, how, about, how about sunnies? Sunglasses? Ooh. Um, are they uh, are they a hassle? Are they a nuisance? Or are they, you know what? I love you know to what? have these. Actually, I'm going to say they don't rank particularly high because a lot of these places that you're climbing are in the forest anyway. Um. Yeah, maybe like a... Golly day. On a super sunny day, yeah, six. Like, you might need them, but you definitely don't need them. You might what about a damn baseball, baseball cap, then? Baseball cap? I mean, me personally, the dude who always wears a baseball cap, I'm going to say a 10. A freaking 10, yeah, brother. I wear it even when I climb. Uh, and if it gets too annoying, I just chuck it off, and, and then it hits my belayer in the head. Ragnarok. <laughs> Ragnarok? Quick. What is Ragnarok? Quick. Quick. Ten. Oh, my God. <laughs> God <I have> ten. <laughs> Someone call four. Bad. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. I, I think that's it. That's all we have. That's it. We missing matchbox. Any, are we missing so, any matchbox full of cotton balls. Cotton balls. Matchbox. Uh, you know what, man? Like, phew, golly day. You get value in the matchbox size. It's kind of tiny, so. No, one of those bigger ones. Oh. We strike it all along the side. Oh. The a big match, ones. But it's full like, of like, cotton like, balls. Like an inch tall. Yeah. But it's full of cotton balls. Yeah. So if you if it lights if it actually lights in your bag, you're gonna lose all this equipment. Oh. But if you have it, you know what? Maybe maybe like a seven. But 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 seven but with the caveat that I mean to say, it's maybe good to have something like that in your bag, like I, a fire starter. That, I, okay. I want to ask you a question. Do you ever? Bring like a, a survival kit just in case something goes wrong. I break my ankle. You, I don't know if you ever seen I shouldn't be alive, the TV show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So where obviously you're not expecting to stay out there in at nighttime or something like that, like too but, late. But if you get hurt and you're stranded by yourself, you have this kit yeah, or something yeah. just in case. I, I, I'm not gonna lie. I've kind of gotten away from having a, a med kit in my bag. But if if you're going out with a group. I would say, or even just by your, and it's probably more paramount if you're by yourself. I would say, you gotta have some stuff with you, some things to keep. To, uh, you know, I would say an ace bandage. I would say some gauze, some medical tape, some band aids, probably some neosporin. Uh, also, something to be able to make like a splint out of, which can also be used as a tourniquet. Like right. there are little things you can buy, like a super compact med kit. Like these are the essentials. 
And I mean, that's that's a little bit different for everyone, but I would say, yeah, uh, med kit definitely important. In fact, we went to Kara and I went to uh, visit our uh, friends Adam and Amanda up in New Hampshire recently. And then you guys shout know, out. You got you guys know Liz Keegan, right? Yes. yes. Liz Keegan lives up there uh, now uh, as well. In, or, in in New Hampshire. In New Hampshire, yeah. Class and, president, and 2020, so, 2011. We slept we, on a porch there we, by the ocean. Oh, really? New Hampshire, yeah. What? Yeah. Wow. Yahoo. Oh my gosh, that's where you went to that. Ms. Rosello, shout out, dude. Yeah. My, uh, not Montesiaho. Montesiaho is a beautiful man, but the state is a is a beautiful place, but. <laughs> The one guy that we met up there named Brian, who we also spent, you know, we we uh, we all went out as a group the one day. He is actually kind of like a like a what you call a wilderness guide, and I mean he is he is very profi- like if you were to if you were out in the wilderness and you broke your ankle, like he's the type of guy you'd want to have there to help you out. He had a full blown med kit in his pack. Holy Toledo! Shout Everybody out Brian! Could, yeah, shout out to Brian! Brian! I mean Brian! Brian! Brian. <laughs> Be money. Uh, do you? How about how? What's your what's your feeling on a Camelback? Or you think they're overrated? You think no, not at all. What, what the well, heck is that? Specifically, the water bladder. No, like, like just the, just having the whole, the whole thing. Do you think it's worth bringing dude, out? Hundred percent. Or do you just go with like water bottles, or what do you go? Hundred percent. In fact, I've gotten away from water bottles because uh, I want like water on demand. If I'm if if it's my fifty liter climbing pack or my. You know, what is this one? Uh, how many liters is it? I don't know how many liters that is. My pack over here. Oh. If it's my 50-liter climbing pack, my whatever that is, 20-liter day pack, or my, like, I don't even know how many liters it is, my super, like, low-profile trail running pack, all three of them have compartments for my water bladder. And my I have a 2-liter water bladder and a 2.5-liter water bladder. Um, so depending on how much water I think I'll need, I might only put a liter in it, like if it's going to be a quick run, but I vastly prefer that over a water bottle because you don't have to take your pack off, you know, like if you don't have convenient yeah. side pockets, I think they're awesome. They're glorious. They're Obviously they don't go out glorious. as much as you, but they're nice to have. Do you know what they are, Dylan? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, like, like bladders? Yeah. Water bottles. Exactly. You can wear them on, wear them on exactly. your back, a little hose. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think that they're... You suck on like a little tit. Yeah. 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 Yeah, the uh, the the A E I O U. Yeah. If Kara listens to this, she's gonna hate me because she hates that noise. Half 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 of the weird shit I do is probably from Harley. Really? A mixture of you and Byron. Slosh, slosh, slosh. Yeah, that's like a lock. Yeah, right. Yeah, I sent you that from my work. Yeah. It's so weird when I see that word written out because I'm know, like, oh my like, god, I made that word up. Yeah, slosh. Um, <laughs> we we have we have our guests that we interview. We they do a sound effect mm. since we're talking sounds. Oh uh, yeah, yep. Okay. Can you do the sound? Let's say okay. Picture this: you're out hiking the Grand Canyon. Okay. Okay. And on the rock's edge, you see a beautiful mountain goat. Mm. Oh, Can you wow. give me the sound of the mountain goat? Oh man, do mountain goats sound like regular goats? I think that the goats are lower, like yes. land, like like sheep. Yeah, that would be it. That wow, that's, that's why good. this is number one podcast in terrestrial radio. Terrestrial <laughs> radio. <laughs> we see. I've seen some of your videos with our. I don't know if he's a friend of the podcast. Who's that? But he's kind of a friend of ours, Shane Geppard. Yeah, yeah. Okay, all right. Shout out. Did he I, mention I did, our podcast for us? I thought uh, someone no, did. I, okay, okay. I did a shout, shout out. Yeah. Uh, shout out to Shane Geppard. Shout out yeah. to Shane. Yeah. What a good guy I, he is. I've always really liked him. Nice guy, yeah. I mentioned Joe. I also need to mention Shane. Like, Shane, it, it's weird because you, you go so many years without seeing a person, mm-hmm. and then you, you, know, you see them again after you know, X amount of years, and it's like you, you kind of rekindle the relationship. Yeah. And like Shane, I, I was so glad to have met up with him, and um, I'm, I'm trying to link up. Like I'm, tr- it's hard because there's so many people reaching out. Like I want a mountain bike, do this and that. I'm trying to like mountain bike with everybody. Yeah, but no, shout out. That's to Shane. your influence, bro. Your influence yeah. on Instagram. People know what Dude, you're doing. Seriously, they want to join you. Shout out to Shane though. Yeah, and he, it, it's cool because uh, I feel like you know in high school maybe he was a little more reserved, but Shane's like super open, like outgoing dude now. It's like, and I, th- I feel like mountain bike. I don't know if it was mountain biking, but like, yeah, he's kind of come into his own now. He's always been super stamina, man. So, so it's not difficult for you at all to find new people to go with. No. Do you prefer it, going with people, or do you prefer it, going alone? It, oh, that's a good question. Uh, okay, so it 
With respect to trail running, I would say it's 50-50. If I'm having an evening where it was like a hard work day, I don't want to like be with other people. Right. Mountain biking, though, is really fun when you have like four, five, six, seven people. Like it's just a train of people going through <laughs> yeah. the woods. And I mean, and mountain biking, too, because there's just there's long there's 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 spurts of like high activity that a lot of the times like you're breaking more you know what i mean like maybe every five ten minutes like you're pulling over letting people catch up right it's very social have you ever almost hit somebody like at full speed uh yes uh, maybe not at, maybe not at full speed but, but i have speed? almost hit people reason being uh there's like a kind of an unspoken etiquette when you go to a trail riding area to look up the general way in which you're supposed to ride like what direction down the trail right it's not always followed like take Nakamixon for example lake Nakamixon. if you're on the northern trails there which are mountain bike specific i think the the uh i don't know if it's unspoken maybe it's spoken and i'm just not aware of it but most people i've found are riding like counterclockwise if that makes sense okay like there's a perimeter trail and if you're Doing the perimeter, typically you're riding, riding counterclockwise. But yes, I have come around a corner and there's people that are like blazing. Jeez. But it's a, it's it's less sketch than you think because usually you can hear them coming. Right. And be like, hey. And usually both parties get over and then one person just decides to go. So I don't know that I've had any like super close calls with respect have to Have you ever like, had any like bad injuries in all these different activities um, you do? I've seen your blooper reels, which are hilarious. Dude. Yes. So we, everybody probably wants more of those because those are I want to – I need to start – that's one of the things that's cool about filming is that you can just you, – when you film and take photos a lot, you have this giant catalog or library to pull from. Uh, the, the one that I recently posted, the last video in that series was not me. It was actually my buddy, Joe, the one where he's crashing over the log. I saw that one. Which, by the way, he balls of steel. Like, that is a terrifying, like, it's a skinny, like, they call it a skinny because it's a, you're riding on a log uh-huh. into a, like a, like a, maybe five or six foot drop. He's going pretty fast. Yeah, but, so, I kid you not, <laughs> I kid you not, I actually looked back at the log. It, it was getting a little punky on top, and the reason he came off was because a piece blew out on the side. <laughs> So I kid you not, he got all, he got back on his bike, tried it again, and just rode right off it like That's it was crazy. sick. Okay. So have you had any bad injuries? Um, okay, let me think about this. Trail running, I have had like one really bad ankle roll. I'd say one, re- maybe maybe two. How long Definitely did that keep you one. out? You think like uh, a month few, less? A, a few weeks. You really gotta like you gotta milk it for the first week, and then usually the second week is when I start to like kind of. You might do like some banded workouts with it to kind right. of strengthen it, and then usually after a couple weeks, I'll do like some light runs, and then see how you feel. Yeah, test it. after three weeks though, usually that's kind of when I'm like back to. Okay, other injuries. Let me think about this. Um, Hiking probably le- probably the biggest thing with hiking is just like trail running, uh, you know, rolled ankles. But mm-hmm. again, not not too many rolled ankles. Not snake bites. Uh, no snake bites, thankfully. Let's just run through a list of injuries. Climbing. 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 I have. What the hell have I done climbing? I. Ew. Rip the fingernail off. Ew. Cli- ew, 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 ew. No, no, no. I've not done that. That's Sorry, nice I said though. that, guys. Uh, climbing. I have. I, I've dislocated my ankle bouldering. Bouldering is where you're you not run on, across you're not the on, boulders. That? Is that when you run across boulders? No, no, no. You're climbing on them. <laughs> That's rock jumping. Shorter, shorter, steeper climbs. Sometimes super overhung. This was actually was an indoor bouldering setting where there's no ropes. It's just you, your chalk bag. Chalk bag, maybe some people don't bring a chalk bag up, but you theoretically your chalk bag, your rock shoes, and a crash pad. And in this particular instance, I didn't have. Um, I only had one. Uh, a crash pad in the gym and it wasn't wide enough to cover the whole width of the climb because this one actually as opposed to going straight up kind of like traversed about 10 feet to the left and so i looked at it and was like okay where's the crux of the climb meaning like the hardest part like you get good at being able to look and be like all right that's going to be a hard move and that's typically where you want to place your pad if you don't have enough pads to cover this whole like width of a climb you typically want to put the pad in underneath the portion of the climb that's going to be the most challenging right so i put it under what i thought was the crux well like maybe a third of the way up i just blew off a hold unexpectedly and i came down and i hadn't yet like come over the pad so one of my ankles came down off the pad and it just popped and i was like oh my gosh i looked down and my ankle yeah. was like sideways so what you do you just step back in like, i don't know how that works so i kid you not ten, ten, <laughs> step back about in. 10 seconds went by and it just went pop just popped itself back in i was like oh, oh my god. god and you felt like fine 
Uh, no. Okay. Uh, maybe right then. <laughs> with I'm the, all right. With, with the adrenaline, like, kicking in. Right, yeah, yeah, I was okay. But, dude, the next day, so where's, where's holy all? hell in the handbasket. It was bad. Yeah, that, that, that jacket. Did me you up. pop it back in? Or you kind of, like, stepped yeah. No, I was Weird just laying there looking at it like, oh my god, what am what I going to do? do? And then oh, it just juice. popped. Yeah. popped How far in. were you? We were indoors. Yeah, at, uh, Philadelphia Rock Gym in Oaks. Okay, like, so it wasn't like you were out, you were out in like no. the wilderness. Thankfully, no. No, yeah. this was a situation where, you know, the people that I'd come with, like I could leave with them. We could just, you know, they drove me. I think the next day I came back to get my car, but yeah. how much How much research have you done watching videos, podcasts, um, just reading on the internet to learn all the stuff you've learned? Because... You do it so many. Videos. Like we know how to run. You just gotta do it, bro. Like we know how to run, but you just like, gotta do it, man. To 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 go. Is that the best experience? Just doing it and learning it, how to climb. It, I feel like you have to do some sort of research without. It's it's a little it's a little bit of both. So, um, let's take trail running for example, uh, or or mountain biking because they're both on the trail. A lot of the research comes from getting apps that benefit you. Like um, if it's if it's. Uh, if it's trail running, I would say you probably want to use all trails because there's just hundreds of thousands of trails in the U.S. Some of them right on your back doorstep and you have no idea. But you get all trails and boom, it's like, whoa, within 15 minutes from my house, I've got this two to three mile loop. You know, and like like not a lot of people know that you can do the whole reservoir. Uh, you can do the whole reservoir. You take the red trail to the blue trail. You take the blue trail to yep. the Perkiomen trail. You take We've the Perkiomen trail to the Green Lane connector trail. Yep. You take that back to the red trail. Bro, I actually yeah. know. I know and, exactly. And so it takes about. research. It's like if I'm you, so proud of it. Yeah. When you do it, it makes you feel great. Yeah, you feel great. You, you, yeah, you do it once. And you're like, whoa, okay. And that kind of gets the gears turning in your head. Yep. So yep. with respect to like trail beta, they call it, like where do you go? There's research there. With respect to what you want to wear, I'd say... A lot of it is upfront research, but then you learn most from, like Dylan said, just doing it. I know now what footwear not to wear. I know what types of clothes not to wear. You know, I know how I need to layer. Like if it's 35 degrees outside, people have the tendency when they go out to like wear too much clothing. What then winds up happening is you get too sweaty and then you wind up freezing your ass off. Yep. So oh, yeah. what you want is a really good... Uh, moisture wicking base layer, something like Under Armour, maybe. Uh, followed by so if it's thirty five degrees outside, for example, and this is the, again, this is the research, but then also like trial and error. If it's if it's thirty five degrees outside and there's a bit of a wind chill, I'll probably wear three layers. I'll have a moisture wicking base layer like Under Armour, followed by like a thin, maybe um, uh, uh, like a like a North Face quarter zip. Like everyone knows what they look like. You know what I mean? It's kind yeah, of yeah. like that synthetic material, mm-hmm. but it's warm. Followed by that, and then followed by probably like a windproof, like a windbreaker, right? Yeah. And that's all I would wear. And yeah, you step out and it's cold initially, but dude, ten to fifteen minutes in, you're like, my body's cooking right now, but I'm not sweating because I've got moisture wicking, breathable layers. So helmets are gay, right? What's that? Helmets are gay. Helmets, what? Bike helmets? Yeah. They are not gay. Dude. Helmet, you know, I I, I, I thought. Label. I thought when I got into mountain biking, like, I, I didn't realize how important helmets were. Kidding, I also, obviously. I Kidding. also didn't realize how many people, like, will not look down upon you, but, like, tell you, yo, put a helmet on. Oh. I've passed so much. When I didn't have a helmet and I would mountain bike, people would be, people would pass me and be like, hey, helmet. And, like, not in, like, a, go oh, put a helmet on, motherfucker. It was more just, like, hey, you, your brain's your the safety. most... Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I have a helmet now, and I got my helmet after I had a crash where I didn't get injured, but, like, I went over my handlebars, and I remember thinking, dude... Thank God I didn't smash my head on a rock. Yeah, I could be dead right now. I feel now. like that, that's always what it takes, is, like, yeah. Yeah. something do crazy you, like that. They have, the, they have the Jeep Wave, and they have the, uh, the Harley Davidson thing. Do you guys have, like, a little... Like when you pass like another mountain biker, you oh, guys don't yeah. oh no, no no no! Well, I mean, there's no, no they're a little like fucking busy. <laughs> I don't know if you guys navigating like these trails. Like, no, like, most of them are just driving down the road. Hi, yeah, but I'm I'm just, I, I, mean, I would be like, I think, <laughs> I think I found not not everyone, but overwhelmingly like out outdoorsy oriented people when you're on the trail, whether it's trail running, whether it's hiking, whether it's hiking because you're climbing, whether it's biking. A, a lot of people who like want to pursue that stuff just tend to be, I don't want to say outgoing, but maybe more inclined to be like friendly to others. And again, this is not everyone, but I've found most people I've ran into in the trail, you say hi and they're going to smile and say hi back. Wow. 
It's not that. like yeah. like I because they're they're healthy. They're usually in a good. Silly. I I don't know. I don't know. He's <laughs> going trailblazing in fucking Philadelphia. I, I and it's not like it's it's not proven, but there's for me there's like there's a there's a strong correlation between getting out on the trail and then running into people who are like genuinely like kind and want to help you. Yeah, it's not always the case, but it's often the case. Yeah. Uh, uh, on top of just like outdoor activities, we also see on Instagram you work out a lot. Yeah. So you like to I, post. I, Videos of it, you handsome, doing your so handsome. So handsome you it's are. It's funny because, uh, and for the viewers, there's a little kitty cat next to me that doesn't want to be picked up, <laughs> but <laughs> wants to jump on you. Yeah. We see you with like kettlebells, yeah. So body weight stuff, it, free weights. Like it's interesting because I I never was like the workout at home type. I did P90X once. It was oh. 90 days of like strict nutrition. I got super lean, super healthy, but to me, it was incredibly boring. Yeah, but. Having moved in with Kara a couple years ago. Almost having, not healthy in the long term. Because if that's going to make you miserable and stress yeah, you out. Yeah, yeah. It's make kind, you honorary. Like, you know, it's it's actually it not. Yeah, like, yeah, are, yeah. It's actually yeah. not as good for you as like. Just because you're shredded doesn't mean you're. Exactly. Happy. No, you want to yeah. enjoy healthy. that which you do. Which, yeah. Which is a huge part of why I. I like. It's important to have, I think, for any activity that you do, you should also have a basis of fitness because then you'll be able to enjoy those things that you enjoy doing more. But yeah. I will say, on any given night, like, would I rather go trail running than, like, work out? Yeah. Would I rather go mountain biking than work out? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I also recognize that, you know, if the weather's, like, not all that great, it's more convenient to work out. But also, like, I know that by working out, I'm going to be able to enjoy the trail riding more. I've actually found that I have like pretty good endurance these days just whether it's whether it's from running or mountain biking like i've i've surprised myself and i think that anyone can surprise themselves but a lot of that comes back to like are you putting in the work to actually you know you know work your heart work your lungs where i fail uh is is i'm not gonna lie i do yeah let's hear about this let's hear i do not have the most like the best nutrition i'm not gonna lie like dieting wise yeah like- so I, I i go through I you go, had mentioned that earlier yeah, in the week I, to I go, me i go through spurts where i'll be very dialed in i'll be eating a really well-balanced diet you know i'll what does a good day look for you how uh food wise um okay well, so you're in a good headspace you're feeling good you got yeah, the right head on your shoulders if, if if i'm in a good nutrition day first of all i'll be drinking a lot of water it's mm-hmm. just like you're like when you're really feeling motivated about your nutrition, you're hyper aware that like I'm not getting enough water, and that can be different for everyone. You know, I don't I don't know. People say drink a gallon a day. Well, I don't know if you weigh a nine, gallon. Like like, but if you weigh a hundred pounds, like you know that's versus if you weigh two hundred fifty pounds. Like if you're six right. four and you're super muscular and you weigh two hundred eighty pounds, like you're probably gonna be drinking a lot more water than someone who's one hundred thirty five pounds at five foot three. I drink a gallon of chocolate milk every day. D- seriously. No. Do you know okay. humans are the only people that drink, only species that drink someone else's milk? Isn't that weird? No, that's actually, that, that is weird, but also really cool. Like, that's I never thought, weird. like, you don't see, you don't see a cow being like, ah, give some of the goat milk. Yeah. Right. Why don't we drink our own milk? But it, I feel like that's also because. Save some money. I feel like that's also because we can, like, we're the only species that can, like, extract it from an animal. Yeah, we're fucking and then, like, right. Distribute it. Yeah. yeah. We're intelligent. I saw this meme that said, like, it had a picture of God or something. Yeah. And it was like, why are they drinking almond milk? We gave them, like, fucking all these animals that make milk, and <laughs> why, they're fucking using these nuts to make milk. Why are they breaking down these, these nuts? Why are they making <laughs> yeah, that's the what milk he said. out of these nuts? So, as far as dieting goes? Yeah, so dieting. So, I would say, yeah. Water is tip-top. Water, water tip-top. Like, stay stay hydrated. And also, people think, that like, okay, say you haven't, you've gone a few hours without drinking water, and then you guzzle a bunch of water. You're not that water's not going to benefit you in the way that you think it's going. This is a little bit that I do know about water. Like there's only so much volume that your cells can hold, mm-hmm. uh, and and a lot of that is just gonna come out and waste. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's drinking a gallon of water over the course of five hours is not the same as drinking a gallon over of water over the course of say right. fifteen hours. Like mm-hmm. it should be a much more uh, steady and controlled thing. Like when you get up, drink an eight ounce glass of water. Mm-hmm. And actually, I think they say that you also want electrolytes. Like there should be a lot of people have like these morning concoctions where it'll be, you know, salt and like some lemon, and some water just to kind of replenish their body. Apple cider vinegar, cucumber. Yeah, yeah, cucumber. Yes, yeah, dill. I, yeah, pickles, pickles. 
Then the pickles. You ever see that Dave? That Dave was that uh Dave Ramsey? No, Dave. <laughs> what's the Dave Dane Cook? Dane Cook. He talks about going through the the drive-through and how there are people who like have. There's two drive-through voices. There's either the people who are like super soft-spoken, uh-huh. and then there's the people who I'm not going to do this, but like yell. Uh-huh. And then and, and you've never heard that one? Uh, no. The, and no. the pickles. Anyway, that's a that's a Dane Cook. But a Dane Cook? Yeah. So. <clears throat> I think that if you're if you're if you are very active, uh, you know carbs are going to benefit you. If you're if if you're going out on a long hike, a, a long day out, you want to have multiple sources of carbs. Um, things that are like really nut- like calorically dense, so that you're not like uh, you're not taxing your stomach too much. Uh, protein, protein is hugely important, and this is the the protein. Golly, dude, this is the argument of the ages. Like, how much protein do you I know. need? It's all, and, it always goes back and forth. And I, this is why I'm never going to tell someone, like, I know everything there is about nutrition. Mm-hmm. I actually don't know much at all. Yeah. I would say you, you know, experiment with your diet. Like, mm-hmm. what types of food? Yes. At, like, and it, a lot of it comes back to what types of foods do you enjoy eating that are also mm-hmm. nutritious? Mm-hmm. Uh, what types of foods kind of... Uh, irritate your stomach versus yeah. what don't. How do they make you feel? Yeah, get like you know, blood you, tests. Are your levels okay? Yeah, I've never done that. And you I, know what I mean? I've wanted to. That's actually probably the best indicator of like how you're doing is yeah. like getting blood work. Like mm-hmm. that's scientific. You know what I mean? Right. It's not just how do I feel. It's also like here are the numbers. Here's yeah. how you're actually yep. doing. Do you know what your uh, your uh, body fat is? <sighs> no idea. Right right now it's it's certainly uh, one. higher. Like a yeah, hundred. Like a hundred percent. I don't know. Um, I'm around a hundred. No, I'm just kidding. Hundred percent body fat. No <laughs> muscle at all. <laughs> oh, um, so what? So what? So what would a? Uh, that's a little yeah, personal. So, what so would a bad day look for? What would you? a bad day look like? If you just okay, kind of whatever. Like very little bacon, water. egg, and cheese. Very little water. Uh, lots of sweets. Very mm. little like very little greens. Very little protein. I have days where I'll get up and I found. If you're if you're very thirsty, you might not know that you're very thirsty, and you can mistake it for hunger. Mm. And so you'll get up in the morning, and you didn't have enough water the day before. You're dehydrated, and the first thing you want to go for is like, oh look, Kara made brownies. Not knocking Kara. Kara's baking is awesome, and I love that she makes brownies. Yay. But in the morning, typically, the first thing I shouldn't be reaching for is a brownie. Right. But if I'm dehydrated from the night before, I don't have enough water in my system. And I'm just like I might grab a brownie. So I, I never want to start the day off by just like grabbing sweets. Right. But I have a serious sweet tooth. Like I think that if I weren't as active as I were or am, I'd probably be diabetic. Like not, <laughs> I'm not kidding. I eat a sh- way more sugar than I should. You're more you're more of a sweets man than like a savory man or a salty no, man. That too. I I just. I just buy less of that now. Like I've found when what, it comes sweets? to sweets, uh, su- sweets, but more so uh, salty snacks. Like okay. I think I'm actually worse with salty snacks. Like I could powerhouse a like a whole a, bag of chips, a whole bag of chips, a whole like box fucking of fucking family sized bag of chips. Yeah, hundred percent. It's not good. Yeah. Super unhealthy. <laughs> I once ate an entire box of cheese. It's a whole jar of peanut butter and an entire carton of almond milk all in one sitting. Shut the fuck up. What? I an entire box of cheese. 7,900 calories that was. Yeah. An entire jar of peanut butter? Yeah. yeah. And uh, how much almond milk? A, a carton. Like a regular half gallon like card? Yeah. Holy shit, dude! That's <laughs> a lot. Competition for that. Did you feel like shit? Did you recognize like, oh, oh yeah, I feel oh, like yeah. shit? Now. I was I was between jobs. I had, I didn't have a job for a week, and I was watching. Uh, <laughs> That'll do have, it. I didn't have a job for a week, and I think this was day like four, and I happened to be watching a um, what competitive break, eating breaking porn. Ba- porn breaking ba- oh. yes, lots of that. No, <laughs> um, Breaking Bad marathon. And yeah, was oh, like, what episode was uh, it? I, I don't know. I was probably in season like you know two or three at this point or something. Ah, uh, like did you meet uh freaking Hector? Hector, dude, who gets his like sh- people have seen the show by yeah. now. Yeah, yeah, who Spoiler gets his face blown off in the end? Holy crap! Who was, that was Gus? Oh, that was Gus. Wait, who's Hector? Oh, great. I don't know. Okay, well, anyway, <laughs> Tio in the wheelchair. Yeah, anyway, was, ding 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 ding. Tortuga. See, I think yes, I, yes, Tortuga. Danny Trejo. Yep, Danny Trejo. Oh yeah, Machete. That, yeah, yeah. I yeah. forgot he was in that. I saw Wait, like three episodes of Breaking Bad. Was it that Bad? show where his head was put on the back of a turtle? Yeah, yeah. I thought so. That was yeah. Breaking Bad. That yep. was creepy, man. Tortuga. Yeah, Tortuga. Tortuga. That's Tortuga. Tortuga. Let's all just say Tortuga. Ready? Tortuga. Three, two, one. Tortuga. Tortuga. <laughs> and we are very, very popular among Spanish listeners now. Really? 
Nope. Yeah. No. Tortuga. We need to learn. You need to learn Spanish. How badass would that be? See, if you did a whole <laughs> podcast episode in Spanish, yeah. that would take. That'd be awful for people that oh, man don't want to hear that. Should we? <laughs> should we? Uh, should we set up for part two? I think so. I mean, we we, right we touched a lot. Is there anything that you uh, you uh, want to touch on before we, we end the interview? I don't think uh, nothing specifically. I mean, I would say if if people if you've always thought about getting outdoors, whether it's Mountain biking, or you you can surprise yourself. Uh, um, we surprised, to, if I may interrupt yeah, you, yeah. me and my wife went on like an 11 and a half mile hike mm-hmm, around mm-hmm. the Greenland Reservoir. And I, I knew I couldn't just walk into that and just do it. Yeah. So me we had to practice yeah. on each trail for like weeks before I would even try to attempt yeah. it because I wanted to, to like succeed. Like you did one trail and then. Did yeah. You, did you usually park two cars and do like a through hike? No, it, we, we usually okay. just like go, go up a tree. Yeah, go yeah. up and then okay. come back down. That is one thing that's cool. If you want to cover distance, mm-hmm. but you also don't want to like backtrack, yeah. take two cars. You can do through hikes of a lot of places. Or like the Orange Trail. Yeah, like a, a loop, and like the a loop, honeysuckle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah you yeah, can yeah, kind of just go around yeah, it. 100%. 100%. Uh, for a beginner like, um, like, let's say me, I don't usually like hike. Is there any trails you'd recommend for that, are, that aren't oh too easy but aren't? Too hard. I, I think any, or just most trails. I think anything here locally is going to be pretty tame. I'm not saying mm-hmm. that you can't get injured. Yeah. Because anytime, like they they call Pennsylvania, they call it Rocksylvania. Like you you, really? you you talk to you talk about Pennsylvania to any through uh, any Appalachian Trail hiker, and they'll be like, oh yeah, Rocksylvania, because huh. it's one of the it's not the, the most mountainous state, but it's just like it's just known for having ankle breaking rocks. Hmm. And uh, so I, I would know say. That. What was the question? What, what would you recommend? If there was like, yeah, if there's like not a Tra- beginner trail, but like so, something that's not too hard. That's not, nice. Not too hard. I would say uh, Evansburg is is absolutely glorious. Evansburg State Park is is. I, I, I've been there. Yeah. Uh, that has some elevation change. Like if you're if you're in like pretty poor shape, I would say don't go to Evansburg. If you need something that's more flat, go to Nakamixon. Like mm-hmm. Nakamixon, all the trails kind of like. Not saying that there isn't some elevation gain at Nakamixon. There are portions where there are, but a lot of Nakamixon is like very flat, but it's still wooded. Mm-hmm. So, and there's miles and miles and miles of trail at Nakamixon. So, yeah. Do you have a favorite trail? <sighs> Holy crap. Um, I think when it comes down to it, I'm the most fond of Evansburg. Yeah. Evansburg State Park is just like, there's a, f- like, there's more than five miles of trail, but there is a five mile loop, which is like hiking specific. Mm-hmm. And it's just, it's so beautiful. It's so like diverse. It's just, it's very neatly packaged. Like it's five miles. Like a lot right. of people can do five miles. Mm-hmm. Whereas like the reservoir, it's 11 and a half miles. Mm-hmm. Or depending on, you can make it bigger if you incorporate the park, if you incorporate right. all the offshoot trails. Like yep. I've done two versions. I've done an 11 and a half mile, and then there's like a 13. Point like six mile version where there are like little offshoots you can take right, that yeah. make it longer. But all in all, that's an endeavor. Mm-hmm. You know, you might not have that endurance, or you might. But I would say a nice, neat package with like a lot of just beautiful scenery. Evansburg State Park, I think, to this day remi- remains my favorite. When oh. you say loop, does that mean like a literal loop? Like you yeah. end up where you started? Hundred percent. That's it's, really cool. It's glorious. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and and where you know th- that's the thing too is. Anytime you can find a loop, it's kind of like I feel like you hit a gold mine because yeah. you, don't, you don't ever have to backtrack and see something you already saw. Yeah, right? it's you always can just new. start and then you end up and you're like, whoa, shit, all right, I'm back where I started. That's yep. awesome. So the, the app, how many apps do you use? Like one, you said? I use I used two. Uh, so All Trails is my is, – is my, oh, I say, so I use Strava to record my activity. Mm-hmm. I use All Trails to find uh, trails. Uh, for for trail running for for um for hiking, there's an app I started using called Mountain Bike Project, which I actually use uh, for mountain biking. It actually has trails in it that aren't on all trails because they're mountain bike specific. Oh. Also, there's another trail called Trail Forks that's like Mountain Bike Project. So, and, oh, and there's a there's there's a there's a fourth app called uh, Mountain Project that's for climbing. Holy. So I'd say there's four apps. All trails is like the most broad. I would say it has the widest. Uh, library of trails. So tra- someone's just starting out. All trails. You all just trails. you just yeah. convince trails. them to start this new yeah. endeavor. Download all trails. That's the first thing they should do. Yeah. Check it out. Download okay. all trails just to find stuff. And the nice thing about all trails is you can read all the reviews, what people thought of it. 
you can read if someone was there two weeks ago and like it's been super rainy someone might have written trails are super muddy right now so you right. might okay well if i've got my my pair of like summer weight breathable boots i might opt for my waterproof boots you know what i mean there's there's bits of information that are important that you need to know before you go out on the trail yeah um so yeah uh, all trails and two uh they're rated all trails apps uh, uh trails are rated so if it's easy you know that you know if 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 you have the slightest idea that you think you're going to struggle on any trail like okay let's find the easy stuff first then you can go into all trails find the moderate stuff Mm -hmm. like i think uh i believe the blue trail i think is rated as difficult Uh, which i don't understand why reason being it's just it's it's very undulating and it is very rocky like for people and from a mountain biking perspective, holy crap, man, that was difficult. Oh, I'm sure. But if like, you're like walking it, it's just yeah, like yeah. But I it's so, rated, it's yeah. rated t- t- difficult on Green Lanes like maps. Yeah, it's rated as like the most yeah. difficult one. Yeah. And when we got that, well, no, it's rated like hard. But then there's like a section of it that's like difficult, and yeah. only experienced people should yeah, go. Yeah, I don't. I, I don't. So I was like, I'll, I'll check it out, yeah, and it wasn't not, anything. So it, yeah, with, with Green Lane, you're not going to be getting like. If I can do it, bro. Anyone listening? If I can do it, fucking any, anyone can do it. Yeah. Get out there, you fucking fat piece of shit. <laughs> and with that, <laughs> and with that, uh, opt outside. That's REI's slogan. Opt outside. Opt outside. Opt outside. Yeah, Harley. Opt outside. We're gonna thank you so much for this interview. Hell yeah! It was freaking awesome. Mm-hmm. I'm sure we could literally go on for like five it's, hours. Oh yeah, it's so fun. It's yeah. endless. Yeah, I just love sure. listening to you. Uh, but we are going to end this episode now. Mm-hmm. And uh, the next episode will be a part two. We're going to discuss our top five animals that we'd want in a fight with us. And to close up this episode, we're going to have probably a, a, a theme song. Um, yeah. From Harley. From Harley's Harley. actually going to do the theme song that we talked about before the show with yeah. him. Song. Yeah. The, the mountain bike theme song. Yeah. Go ahead and close us out, Harley. Ah, ring ding. Mm, mountain bike, mountain bike, ring ding. Mm, 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 mm. Ring ding, mountain bike, mountain bike. <laughs> <laughs>